started I do have to tell on myself this morning after I picked up brother Charles instead of coming back to the church I started to head back to the board office <laughs> and then I made like a u-turn in the family dollar parking lot or dollar general whatever that store is and nobody knew what I was doing so <laughs> but I did the same thing yesterday Missy and I were going to eat, and I started to go to Winchester like I was taking her to catch her bus to go to work. So, and I can't blame it on my memory or anything. That's just weirdness, I guess. So, so hopefully uh, today I will be preaching from the Bible and not a... <laughs> If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18. And as you're turning there, I'm going to ask you a question. And the question is, what is repentance? What is repentance? In the church, we'll hear words like repentance or propitiation or atonement, substitutionary atonement, sanctification, we hear all these different words and we never really get a good idea of what they mean or it's a vague idea of what the words mean and sometimes people don't even know what the words mean. But when we look at repentance, the Bible tells us that we are to repent. And throughout the Bible, you're going to find a general call to repentance. In the Old Testament, when you look at the word repentance, sometimes you will not find the word repent or repentance in the Old Testament. You'll see a word to turn. Sometimes you'll see the word return. 
And that means that we are to repent when we see those. The Hebrew word that was translated in the English to turn or to return is repent, is what it means. We're to repent. In the New Testament, sometimes we'll see the word repent in the New Testament, then other times we'll see to change. You'll see the word to change. Because the word repentance, not only does it mean turn or return, it also means to change your course. To change your course. Change your mind as well as your course. And in the New Testament, when you see the word repent or change, it gives an idea also of remorse. You're remorseful for something. You regret something, and that goes along with the change that is to be made. So when we look at repentance, what are we to repent from? What are we to change? What are we to turn from and return to? We're to turn from sin. We're to change our course from the course we are going, which is following sin, and we are to turn from that, and we are to turn to God. And we find that all through the Bible. We are to turn from our sin and turn to God. That is the underlying meaning of repentance. And today we're going to look at repentance. We're going to look at true repentance. Because people say they repent and they never really have. Because they don't know what true repentance is. So again, open your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 18, and we'll be looking at verses 30 through 32. It's written, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Return, therefore, notice the word return, repent, Return, therefore, and cause others to turn away from, again, repent, all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your destruction. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby ye have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I desire not the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Cause, therefore, one another to return, or repent. And live ye. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship together. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to learn from it. Help us to take what we learn today and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. If there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision today, Lord, I just speak, pray that you would just speak to their hearts today and let salvation come into their home. And Lord, I just pray again for those that are traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just ask your blessings upon each one, Lord, and just overshadow them with your love and watch care. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with me today. 
Give me the words to say today and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage of Scripture, we see a general call to repentance. Now, what had happened? Israel had fallen into sin. Israel had become idolatrous. Israel had become a place of idol worship, sexual deviancy, fornication, child sacrifice, adultery. Any sin that you can think of was taking place in Israel at this time. And God was going to punish Israel for her sins. That had already been established. He was going to punish them. And God sends the prophets into Israel to proclaim his word and to speak out against the sins that were taking place. And in this instance, God sends Ezekiel. He sends Ezekiel into Israel to proclaim God's judgment and coming judgment against Israel's sins. That's what we see going on. He was to proclaim Israel's sins, what they were doing wrong, and then proclaim God's word and God's judgment against those sins. Yet, in the proclamation against Israel's sin and God's coming judgment against that sin, we can see in this verse and in other verses, we can see in this passage of Scripture and in other passages of Scripture that God is merciful. God is loving. He is forgiving. And while he is speaking out against Israel's sin and telling Israel they are going to be judged for their sin, look at what he does in this passage of Scripture. He calls on Israel to repent. Repent. And turn from that sin. And what we see in this passage of Scripture is the underlying message of repentance or the underlying meaning of repentance that you find in the Old Testament and the New Testament. To turn from. To return. To change your course. God calls on Israel to turn from their sin. To return to him. And that covenant fellowship, that covenant relationship that he had with them and to change their course from the passage that they were going down. But to do so, what does he tell them? Well, you're going to have to repent, and that means you're going to have to turn from your sin and get rid of the things that are causing you to sin. You see, that's the basis of true repentance. One can say they repent, one can say that they turn from their sin, but they also must get rid of the things that causes them to sin and to fall into sin. 
Why? Because those things will just be a snare and they'll fall right back into sin. So God tells them, cast away. Get rid of the things that is causing you to sin. Cast aside the things that lead to sin and turn to God in a spirit of supplication. They would also have to seek a change of heart, a change of spirit while they're doing this. But think about something. Where does the change of heart and change of spirit come from? It comes from God. Once we repent, once we rid ourselves of the things that is causing us to sin, God gives us the change of heart, the change of spirit. Or as we see in the New Testament, God gives us new birth, new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. But the change of heart, the spirit of supplication, the change of spirit begins with repentance. It begins with repentance. Turning from sin and turning to God. But let's look at this a little bit more closely. Look down at verse 30. Look at verse 30. What's the first thing that God tells them? Therefore, I will judge you. Therefore, I will judge you. And if you look back, you're going to see all the things he was going to judge them for. It was their sin. God was going to judge their sin. But then he tells them, return. I'm going to judge your sin. Return, therefore. Repent. Repent of your sin. And then calls others, calls all the other people that have sinned along with you, calls them to repent. To turn from their sin. Repent from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your destruction. Then he tells them, cast away. Rid yourself. Get rid of the things that is causing you to fall into sin. Christians, that's a call for us today. If we have truly received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we have said we have repented of our sins, we are to cast away the things that we were sinning with. We're to get rid of it. Because they become a snare to us and will cause us to fall back into sin. And God tells them, through the prophet Ezekiel, cast away, get rid of these things that is causing you to transgress my law. And then make you a new heart and a new spirit. 
And God does this when we turn to him in a true spirit of repentance and supplication to his will. But then we also see that God does not desire to destroy Israel. Think about that. God did not want to destroy Israel. He didn't want to do it. They were his people. He says he takes no pleasure in that. He does not desire their death, their destruction. But God is just, and he must judge sin. And as we see in the book of Exodus, it says he will know by, by no means clear the guilty. And what were they in front of him? They were guilty of sin. That's why he's calling on them to repent. He didn't desire their destruction, but he was going to destroy them in his righteous judgment because of their sin if they did not repent. And then he calls on them to repent once more. For I desire not the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God, calls therefore one another to return or repent. Calls one another to repent. Turn from your sin and return to me and live. And live. So what we see in the general call, call to repentance that is found in the Bible is a call to genuine repentance. It must be genuine. God calls on Israel to turn from their sin, turn back to him, to lead others from their sin, once they have turned from their sin, to lead others from their sin and to turn to God. But they must also cast away the instruments that led them to sin in the first place. They must do all of those things. Why? Why? They were to turn from their sin with the intent of not sinning again. Think about that. That's genuine repentance. You must turn from your sin with the intent to never fall back into that sin. And that's what God is calling Israel to do. Turn from your sin, turn to me. Get the other people that have been falling into sin in Israel to turn to me. Get rid of the things that is causing you to sin. Therefore, you do not fall back into sin. Genuine repentance, then, is to turn from sin with the intent of not sinning again. 
And we see this in the New Testament. Turn to Romans chapter 6. Look at verses 1 and 2. Look at what Paul writes here. Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue still in sin that grace may abound? And then look at his answer to his own question. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live yet therein? Shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound? God forbid. The answer is no. When we have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we have repented of our sin, we are not to continue in sin. Because repentance means we turn from it with the intent of never returning to it. We can't continue in sin just because we think God is going to forgive us. That's taking the grace of God for granted. Paul is telling us here under divine inspiration that we are not to do that. We're to turn from sin and not return to it. True repentance means to turn from sin. Leave that sin behind. And look at what he says. How are we that are dead to sin? How can we that are dead to sin continue therein? Once we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're dead to sin. That old nature should be dead and buried. And our new nature, which is alive in Jesus Christ, should be at the forefront of our life. Yet, think about how some Christians act. Some Christians believe they can repent, then go back to doing the same thing before sinning, then repent, then sin, then repent, then sin, then repent, then sin, then repent, then sin. That's not repentance. That's taking the grace of God for granted. And if you have not truly repented of your sins, you have not truly been forgiven of your sins. It's just that simple. True repentance means to turn from that sin with the intent of not returning to it and then you do everything in your power and the power of the Holy Spirit that God has indwelt you with to keep you from falling back into that sin. That's repentance. We rely on the power of God to keep us from sinning, and that's the power that he gives us through the Holy Spirit. Remember what he tells Israel, and you see it repeated in the New Testament. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And holiness has no part of sin. 
True repentance means that we turn from sin and leave that sin behind because we are dead to it. That old nature is dead and buried. And it should stay dead and buried. And if it's truly dead and buried, you have done everything in your power to get rid of the thing that was tempting you to sin. You don't hang on to it. You rid yourself of it. Just as God tells Israel in Ezekiel. Get rid of the things. Cast it away. Cast away the things that are causing you to transgress. Think about it. Repentance is not a 360 degree turn. You know, I have heard someone say, I've got to turn my life around 360 degrees. Well, you're right back where you started. You're right back where you started when you do that. A 360 degree turn is just a circle. Repentance means we turn 180 degrees. We turn from the sin, we turn our back to it, and we turn to God. Not 360, 180. True repentance leads a person to say, I have sinned. I have transgressed the commands of God. I have sinned. Now I'm going to turn from that. I'm going to turn 180 degrees and change my direction. I'm going to turn from that and change my course. The way I'm going in my life. Again, look at what Paul writes. We're not to continue in sin. We can't. We cannot have an attitude that we can continue in sin just because God has shown us his grace. Look at what God tells Israel through Ezekiel. Turn. Turn from that sin. As a Christian, that old nature has died. When we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior and we say that we have repented of our sins and we have believed on him as our Lord and Savior, that old nature was nailed to the cross. It should be dead. What does that tell us? is at the forefront of your life. It means you need to be on your knees praying. And asking God to help you to let that nature stay buried. 
Because through Christ, we are dead to sin and alive in Him. We're a new creature in Christ. And the old sin nature should stay dead and buried. You see, true repentance means that we turn, casting away all the things that lead us to sin, that has led us to transgression. We cast it away. We turn from it. We rid ourselves of it. We lose it. We bury it. And we let it stay buried. And we see that all through the Bible when it talks about repentance. Turn to Ezekiel 14. Look at Ezekiel 14, verse 6. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Return. Repent, is what he's saying. Return. And withdraw yourselves and turn your faces. Repent. Turn your faces from your idols. And turn your faces, or repent, from all your abominations. Repent of those things and get rid of them. That's what he's saying. Turn from them. And turn to God. When we repent of our sins, we must turn from the things that cause us to sin. The things that opens us up to temptation. Thus, when we repent, we acknowledge. We acknowledge our sin and we turn from our sin and we turn from the things that cause us to sin and we turn to God. That's true repentance. Committed to Him, committed to change, and committed not to return to our old nature. We must also remember that he gives us a new heart and a new spirit. And it's through this new heart and a new spirit, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, that we have power to do these things. Remember, we can't do anything on our own. We must rely on God. We must rely on his power. And through the Holy Spirit, he gives us power to overcome sin and overcome temptation. That's why Paul writes that we are dead to sin. And if we're dead to sin and alive in Jesus Christ, how can we return to sin? We're not. When we repent, we can truly, honestly, and through His power, the power of the Holy Spirit Repent, turning from our sin and turning to God. So true repentance means a true change in our life. 
We're to have a life free from sin, not bound to sin. We're to have a life where we cleave to God, not cling to the things that cause us to sin. True repentance means we have turned from sin 180 degrees, turning our back on it and turning to God with the intent never to return. That means we turn to holiness and we turn from unholiness. We turn to God and we leave sin behind, never to return. That's true repentance. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we can just have your word today. And, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us. Again, Lord, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.